Welcome to Stories from the Sidelines, the podcast coming out of the media gang, where we talk to the unsung heroes of paintball, such as media, refs, commentators, etc. Today we have Phil Morgan. He's a ref. Introduce yourself, Phil. Hello. How are you? Good evening. From my heart to yours. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rob. How are you doing today? Good God. Uh, oh, all right. It's been it's been Good. a long day. It was a long day. <laughs> Good news. Cookies are done. Cookies are done. Cookies are done. What you kind of cookie? This is a fact. Bryce has completed making cookies. Oh, so. oh! I'm gonna so get Sam, some cookies. Sam is Sam is getting cookies soon. I'm gonna eat my first cookie in like three weeks. Congrats! Yeah. You're down. A, you're down a bunch of weight though. This yeah, awesome. twenty five pounds almost. Yeah, dude, that's amazing. A cookie. Mm-hmm. Been doing it for like a month, and I'm I'm down. Yeah, eat a cookie and then do like twenty push ups. You'll be fine. Oh no! Just do thirty air squats. Oh, no. No, I, I mean, I'll do it off screen, but not on screen. Just go run five miles for one five cookie. Miles. Right now, five yeah. miles for one cookie. One oh. kilometer. Yo. Oh, it's warm. And it's warm. My man just got hit in a warm cookie right now. I'm so jelly. Better or worse than a Jam Ross cookie? Oh, way worse. Way oh. worse. Nothing beats a, a Jam Ross cookie. Shout out. Oh, Shout out to Jonah and his family. Making best cookies alive. Okay. Thanks. Wait, have you had have you had one of those cookies, Phil? No. Yo, you gotta you next next NXL event. You gotta hunt down Jonah. Actually, really, it's more like his dad. His dad is super nice. His dad is sweet. But yeah, hunt him down and like if you message him before the event, be like, hey, if you're bringing cookies, I'd love to try one. I'll probably try to save one for you. It's a little difficult. I mean, yeah, if I could get the time to actually message him and say, hey, I'm going to be at, I don't know what field until, you know, Friday, Thursday, when they send me my field assignments and say, you're going to be here all weekend. Be ready. Okay. There's really not a lot of time to leave. You don't, you don't get a lot of time to actually walk away and see the vendors or, you know, see anyone, see anything past Past your people. Yeah. Past the field, past everything that's happening on your field. I gotcha. So, I mean, we got a lot of, we got a lot of people, a lot of viewers right now really appreciate them all. So let's, let's bring it back and start from the beginning. Who are you? Why are you here? And what do you do within paintball? Uh, my name's Philip Morgan. Uh, I've been refing since 2013. That was uh, my first ever cup world world cup PSP. It was, uh, oh my God, and what an event that was, you know, coming from the back line. Now I am currently a head ref within the NXL to the MVPS. Uh, I work for Social Paintball. Um, Chad has been trying to get me to go to EPL. It just doesn't really line up with some of my scheduling and work and everything. But, uh, you know, it, it just came down to a point where all of the grind and all of the time worked out to where now I am a head ref and it's been a lot of fun. Honestly, it's, it's been pretty cool. Uh, I met a lot of really, really cool people have met, you know, just some of the greatest people ever, you know, ride or die type people. If I, if I called them, they'd be States over and they still come over. Shout out to even my buddy, Jack Chalker. If I oh, called him right Jack. now, he'd show up. Nice. You know, That's a good person. That's great. Awesome, person. And, you know, you, even with that, like you meet a lot of players, it's, it's, I ne- have never played. Really? Never. No, I've never played. You've never I played, played. 
Mm-mm. Not I played Woods Bowl. I played okay, one. So you played. So you played. So you played. You know, okay. You, yeah. Well, sure. I played, you know, scenario ball. Yeah. I get drunk off World? my entire face. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh the, okay. Yeah, you play. You play that. That's I fine. get obliterated. And then I go and yeah. play paintball, mostly yeah. run around with a rocket launcher and, sh- and blow a freaking Vuvuzela at people. He's nice. the best. He's the best uh, lol rocket we got. Yeah. Well, I'm just, I, I don't really care. When you get <laughs> shot at all, you know, throughout your entire time of playing, refing paintball, just getting shot by people, lanes, taking lanes all the time. What's one or two lanes and there's no ref to call you out? I'll go charge that tank. No problem. <laughs> okay. What's it going to be? Yeah. No, I support that. <clears throat> but I've never, I played one day for uh, ICPL mechanical oh, yeah. five man. One day. That's my first ever tournament style that I've ever played. And that was last year. And it's to think that I've never played and spent all this time refing. Oh my God, dude, I watch some of these people do some crazy things. And I, it comes to the point where I even ask players like, why did you make that move? Were you, did you hear your teammate talking? Like, it just comes down to very simple fundamentals that I guess you would think of, you wouldn't really think about as like a, a skilled player. And even then, like, I don't even call myself a skilled player. I just watch all these people like, why, why wouldn't you do this? What if you know, someone's in the monster and you're in the monster, like go stab him. You're going to trade out, but go stab him. So, I actually want to touch on that because you said you've seen some players do some really weird things, crazy things. Besides you shoot me in the throat? Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Let's... This man This man got a four-pack in three-man. Four-pack in three-man. That was new. The game was over. He's standing in tower, standing in tower on uh, probably about the 40-yard line, middle of the field. Jesus. The circle of referees were enclosing in. We're enclosing in because he's just in. There's no one left. Everyone died. There was a penalty. This man snaps out and shoots me right in the throat. The worst. Listen, all right, listen, Rob, you can you blame me? Head. All the refs are moving in. They do that when there's it's a low body situation. I They're can moving 100% in. Hundred percent blame you. No, I you weren't there. You weren't there. We won the point. 100%. It's okay. Like the point ran out, but the next the team didn't want to play another point, so we won the point. And time ran out after yeah, you shot time me ran out. Was like, oh my god, yeah, you I shot him after. No, no, I shot him before. Then the time ran out. It was like seven seconds. Yeah, seven then the time ran out. And then they and then the buzzer rang, and then they thought I had hit, hit, hung it, so they were like, they're already done. So they chose to not play the next point. So we won that point. It doesn't matter how it happened. It happened. <laughs> I, know, I know, I know. It was just crazy. They hung. They were like, oh, they won the point. We quit. <laughs> Actually, you, okay. you guys could have won. Yeah, you guys could have played. That's, that's, Jesus. Oh, it comes back to like, all you had to do was go ask the scorekeeper. Please go ask the scorekeeper. If you don't know what's going on and what's what's going on with the score, like ask the scorekeeper. Ask the scorekeeper. You know that's my, like their job. My God, it is their job. It's their only job. <laughs> so besides, well, well, that, I would say I would say their only. Yeah, they have two job. jobs. They, they, they yeah. got they got to like organize the people like off the field. Come on, they do have a lot of things that they have yeah, to do, yeah. and it comes down to like herding cats. If I'm going to be completely honest. Oh, 100%. It's hurting cats. Especially like it's, if it's, it's like... I've heard my own paintball team. Yeah. Three man or like even... I couldn't even imagine being a scorekeeper at the 10-man field. It sounds miserable. 
Sounds yeah. horrible. Oh, oh my god! Especially with all of the uh, the rum and alcohol that you know, it, it, it just appears. Yeah, of course, yeah. of course, it just it just magically appears. Not I mean, in a glass bottle. Never in a glass bottle, though. It's always mm-hmm. in a plastic bottle, so it's yeah. within code. It is within code. It's with it's it is within code, and it's but, never in the actual original container. Sometimes, no, no, because it's within code. Of course. Okay. Oh, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Yeah. Besides me shooting you in the neck, you've ref for seven years, been head ref for a few years. You've been around at least the country. I don't know about the world. I don't know how far you've actually traveled. No, unfortunately, I've not been able to. Wilson has been wanting me to go to Canada. Um, I had Demar yeah. wanted me to go out to Russia, and sure. yeah, I, I wanted to. It'd be awesome. Uh, but at the same time, like. I'm pretty sure one of the last times I spoke to Wilson about it, when he went to Russia, he ref from 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. 37 hours. Or it was like 32 or 37 hours. Yeah. I mean, they got some like hot food. And you have a smoke break after every two matches. I mean, very, very important. But Yeah, after that many hours, yeah. What kind of so, smoke break? I mean, it was, it was, I gotta 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 have gotta have that cigarette. Gotta have those cigarettes like once every two hours. Well, so after, after hearing that beautiful Europeans. story of uh, thirty-two hours of refing, I can't imagine why Phil wouldn't want to go overseas and ref. Yeah, but <laughs> onto yeah. that question I was trying to go to. Um, so seven years, a lot of places, a lot of teams, hundreds of hours, hundreds of points. Craziest Funny. thing you've ever seen. Craziest thing I've ever seen. Ever. Oh. I still tell this story. Ooh, it was the best thing. Oh my God. I don't know who this guy is. I know he played for Temple University. <laughs> <laughs> this was NCPA, like. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I think it was 2014. 2014, because God. it was probably the second, my my actual first year. They pulled me in. I did World Cup. I did uh, Texas. And then it was um, because NCPA is always around 420 for some reason. Mm-hmm. So, it's always the third, the, third, the third weekend in April. Yeah. Gee, I wonder well, why. Yeah, I, I, I wonder why. But why in Florida? We're not why? even a legal state. God damn. Uh, I don't know. I don't college. Know. <sighs> yeah, college. But go but, on. What, what did this person from Temple University do? Homie dives in to the snake. And it's uh, the leading bunker, I believe, was a Dorito, actually. Like, the god bunker was a Dorito. So he dove in, and he dislocated his shoulder. And he just gets in the bunker, is up on his knees, and is screaming. He switches the gun. He grabs the gun. Like he left the gun where he had landed. Are you sure this is Temple? Pretty sure it was Temple. Because I went to Temple, so I thought you were about to say some stupid ass shit that we did. (laughs) Like I was on that team 2014. (laughs) I don't remember anybody dislocating their shoulder at all. It might not. I don't know if it was Temple. I know the team only had five players because it definitely wasn't us. We had a ton of players. Did you have the guy with the big red beard? Like he had like a really long goatee and a super mustache. Nope. nope. Okay. okay. Texas A and M maybe. Uh, uh, colors. Uh, no, it was Cornell. It was a court. Was it Cornell? 
the coach. Uh, yeah, so NC State is in red, Cornell's in red, Texas AM is in red. And AM is really more like a maroon color. Yeah, like maroonish. But it yeah. wasn't AM because AM went on. They had they had was it a bear? Was it a bear? For the for player the that dislocated his shoulder? No, no, for on the logo. For the player that dislocated his shoulder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for them. More than likely, yes. It yeah, was yeah, a maroon. It's Cornell. It was a maroon. Okay. Yeah, it's Cornell. So either way, player dives in. The problem is, yeah, player dives in, dislocates his shoulder, leaves the gun behind, grabs it with his left hand, grabs the gun, picks the gun up, sets it in between his legs, reloads the gun. Here's snake two, snake corner. And he goes, okay, grabs the fucking gun and goes down the wire, stabs both of these guys. Stabs both of them. And his left, his right arm is flailing behind him. It is the grossest thing I've ever seen in my life. Dislocated shoulder, like, didn't take the time to put it back into place, ran down the field with his flailing arm, stabbed two people. Jesus. Table players are built different. It was the sickest thing to this day. To this day, I've never seen anything more amazing. It, paintball players are built different. You got to think like Yikes. football, they see blood. They take off that jersey. If there's blood on that jersey, you're out of the game until they know you're not da- in danger. Paintball, you can get stabbed in the middle of the field and you'll still go on if you say you don't want to get out. Yikes. Crazy. Or you can dislocate your shoulder. and, <laughs> Or you can get stabbed in the face and then they also give you, you know, chin strap rules. Yes. Yo. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel about chin straps. I think Listen, it's dumb that the refs have to wear it. Wait. No. Oh my you god. No. No. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Do you not have to or do you just not? I wear a chin strap. I just wear it super loose. I wear it extremely loose. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Like yeah, it's there. it's no, I mean, not really going to do anything if it slips out of the way. Yeah. But at the same point, like my chin strap has saved me multiple times. And to the point where it's like I don't see why we never played with chin straps because if you lose your mask, it's like losing your helmet in space. Like it's dangerous. Not only not only are you suffocating, you know, whatever, but like you can if you get shot in the face, you're fucked. You're so fucked. You're so fucked. Yeah. How many people do you know that have been shot in the face and it's okay? They're okay. I worked at Hot Shots, man. I know that there's not very many of them. Not many. You got to be super lucky. Like take one to the forehead or something. Like if you if you get hit in the soft meat. Around this area, mm-hmm. shattered, 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 like fucked. Yep. Yeah, no, that's no bueno. And and if the paintball explodes in a certain way, you're lacerated all across the cornea. Oh. But he oh, didn't true. take the round to the face to the eye. He took he, the ball exploded on the side of his head, and he had 17 lacerations to his cornea. Jesus, did he go blind? No, he lucked out. That was. Well, I, I don't even know what event that was. Dallas, when he came around the W and got stabbed in the face. It was something like that. Oh, true, 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 yeah, true. When they decided to put the, the, the block in the way, like they put the mini cakes after mm-hmm. that point. Yeah, yeah. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Keep going. Huh? You, put, you told me to hold. No, I guess me and you just talk now. He's, he's probably doing something. Um, Great, okay. but that is definitely the craziest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, that's great. I I've seen some painful players do some stuff when they're injured, but not uh, usually like when someone dislocates their shoulder. That's that's it. They're they're usually done for that point, or they wait until they get it back in. 
I saw another guy do something pretty cool once. He he, it's the same thing, like dislocated shoulder, but he slammed his shoulder into the ground, and then picked his gun up with the shoulder he slammed into the ground, and then started gun battling like oh out man, the Dorito. Actually, I have some footage of a few people dislocating their shoulder, um, and they've they'll dislocate it. They'll sit there for a few seconds, and then you'll hear like a, and then they're like, "All right, I'm back," and it's like, ah. Oh. I want to know how many people have dislocated their shoulder in the time of playing paintball versus the amount of shoulder injuries for CrossFit. Because yeah. I know CrossFit's pretty high, but there's a there's a lot of paintball. Oh my god! I when mean, they dive in on their tanks. Mm-hmm. Injuries. I mean, paintball doesn't have like injuries, but like a lot of potential injuries. Doesn't have injuries. No, no, not yeah. like a it, lot of injuries. People just don't talk about their injuries until like way later on. What yeah. they'll end up doing is they, you know, we man the fuck up and go and play paintball, or we, you know, limp around and bitch about that we can't play paintball because we're stupid, or I made a really dumb like. Yeah. But no one talks about the fact that like. There have been a couple of these guys throughout the years that have gotten injured and they're done. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. That was that was the injury that needed. Yeah. I've um definitely seen a few of those. Not like where I don't I don't know if they come back, but like some pretty tough ones to come back from. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Torn ACL for sure. mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So um you've been doing seven years, you're a head ref. Uh do you personally have any ambition to go into the pro field at all? Like any, or are you just, I, I honestly don't really want to go into the pro field. Nothing, nothing against the pro field, yeah. nothing against pro paintball. It just comes down to a point where I feel like if I'm going to do something with paintball, that's going to be something higher than a head referee it's going to be managing more people or doing something to help make the ref's lives a little bit easier. You know, I've seen it all. I've not seen it all in the sense of like what Shane Owens or Buddha or even Brandon, Mm -hmm. you know, these, these Florida referees. And then even with that, like you've got Bobby Welch who has been through all kinds of different things, Bucky, uh, we've Timmy Staple Tits. Yeah, <laughs> we've got we've got a ton of different people that have. We've seen a lot of different things, and we've worked for a lot of different leagues. And the biggest complaint across all of it, truly, is consistency mm-hmm. with the referees and consistency with the treatment of your referees. So, you know, it's tough when you show up to an event, it's Saturday and Sunday, and you've only got snacks for Saturday. And they tell you that you're shit out of luck for Sunday when it's Sunday. And you're like, hey, webcast ate my whole thing of snacks. Uh, My refs don't have snacks. What do we Oh, we don't have snacks for you. What do you, excuse me? Yeah. Give me some oranges. Bring me some Gatorade. Some trail mix. Something, please if do not. You're hungry. Just something to keep these guys alive. Yeah, it's a, it's rough out there. Uh, they, oh, yeah, the, the wildest thing is like, do you know how hard it is to actually have cold water? Um, it depends on the league. It does depend on the league, 
And we did see a lot of very warm water throughout, you know, the end of PSP and even the beginning of NXL. You know, warm water gets into your system fatter, faster like that. Like they're simple, stupid complaints. It's, but it's, it's not, it's not a stupid complaint. No, I mean, it, it, you're hot out there. Like I, I personally, I'm a fan and I'm a proprietor of, you know, room temperature water is the best water, but when they're out there refing, cause I, I mean, I ref for a little bit, so I, yeah. I have a general knowledge of this as see. well. I want cold water because it'll help me counteract the 110 degree weather. I'm currently standing in wearing all this gear. And hold the cold water. Like you you'll see me, you'll see me holding a bottle mm-hmm. of water nine times out of your neck. Just holding it. Mm-hmm. Just holding it. You, you cool down faster by holding that cold bottle of water to your wrist yep. and letting it slowly, you know, circulate through your system and cooling your body down. Don't ever, you know, pour cold water on your back. If you're feeling like you're overheating, you're going in shock. Like you can absolutely hurt yourself. Yeah. But you know, it, it, it does come down to, we've seen a lot of different things throughout the different leagues as to the treatment of referees and even to the treatment of players. You know, it, it sucks. There's times where you're having to run points super fast because they've given you a schedule that really doesn't fit your time constraints and they don't want to break it apart to, to fields. And those, those referees on the different fields may not be to the par of the referees on the one specific field. So, you know, ultimately... I would like to not not have my boys be trapped in a situation that we've all been trapped in where you're at World Cup and it's dark and mm. they're bringing out lights and you're there until 7.30, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night mm-hmm. and everyone's going to dinner at, you know, 9. Yeah. I, I, we don't, that kind of stuff isn't, shouldn't be happening. It happens and it gets blown over, you know, but that, that's where I want to make that kind of connection. Like Mm -hmm. having, having a player run a league is honestly the smartest thing ever, but having a referee run your referees. Yeah. yeah, Especially when you've been, God, you could you could hire any of these people that have been doing it for years. Get them off the field. We're at a certain point. We're tired of getting shot at. We're tired of arguing with people. It it has gotten only worse over the past few years. Yeah, I um I definitely could see there being a huge advantage for a ref doing it, especially since, as you said, the a lot of the fields sometimes on one field the rest might not be up to par and i've noticed that a lot of leagues i'm not there's no names because it's just it's a really widespread problem i think but they'll put their they'll put their number one through 20 whatever refs on the fields like the webcast fields not calling out anyone that has a webcast just like examples like if they have a webcast they probably have some of the better refs on there which is completely fine but they don't it's your premier field yeah you have to no and i and i get that same thing as pro like they have pro field they'll have their best refs on there and stuff too but like normal leagues that don't even have webcast fields, they'll have their main field have like all the top the refs. refs necessarily on the pro field are the best referees. You know, they're the best for the pro field. Yeah. And they do do exactly what should be done. Like they do know a lot of them do know the book through book through and through. 
but I, there's a point of it where it's like you're putting on a show. So not everything's going to get thrown. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely, um, I, I said like they, like to be at that level and you know, it, and I know, it, and I'm sure a lot of people that potentially are watching know it. Um, you have to have uh, no biases. Like I might be friends with, with Kyle Spicka, but I can't I have a bias. There. Exactly. Yeah. You're there. You're there to, to throw. I'll and that's, call you out, Mr. Exactly. Cousins. And that's, we'll that's the out, thing. Mr. It's Cousins. like, you're my friend and I love you, but if you get shot in the hand and you put it into the bunker, I'm going to throw a penalty on you. Mm-hmm. I don't care what division you are playing. If I see you get shot in the hand and put it into a bunker, mm-hmm. I'm going to call you on a penalty. And you're yes. my boy. I'll drink a beer with you afterward. Whatever, man. Like, you're my boy. So like, God damn it. Don't you're messing do that. up. Yeah, you're messing up. And that's, that's the thing with the pro field refs and a lot, a lot of them. That's, that's part of the reason they're on there is because they could be friends with they whoever, but they have, they are unbiased. Like I've seen, Oh, the re- how much did you pay the refs? The refs don't get paid anything extra. Whoever wins, they don't get, they don't get paid. They want to be paid more. And I, and I mean, I don't want to, I, I don't want to say it, but I'm sure that if yeah, they you paid, throw money at them, no, yeah. yeah, no one's ever, no one's ever, the only team that I've ever seen throw money at, at somebody was brawl when they won and they didn't throw at anyone specifically, but they didn't win because of that. The refs have no biases, and that's why they're on the pro field. If the refs start showing bias, they get taken off, and another ref gets brought Houston on. Heat? Huh? Who's the owner of Houston Heat? Serge. Sarge? Sarge. Serge. It's what? I, I don't remember. It's one of those. I believe, no. unless he's. Ooh, Lala. Yaya? Yaya. Not Lala. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. Yaya. We were in Chicago, and this was something that I mean, this was the greatest thing ever that somebody could have done for us. Honestly, like we went to, we were in Chicago, we we hit a strip club, and y'all y'all was there, and he was like, "I'm super sorry." There were several of the the pro referees that were there, like, "I'm super sorry for the way I acted, and the way we were." Here's bottle service, like that. That was awesome. That's not buying the referees. That's like I yeah. appreciate you because you understand the role of human. And like, yeah, we don't get paid crap sometimes. And I bet the next day the refs threw penalties, but they needed to be on him. It was Sunday. It was Sunday, it was so Sunday. it doesn't even matter. It was Sunday. It was over. It was over. The first place we went to was trash. The second place was an organ donation center. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Oh? We packed like 20 people into a van, hobo style. Oh. Uh, Jeez, I wonder where Rob went. Um, I'm just gonna kind of go through some questions. I, I haven't even been paying attention to the chat because I don't. I don't. I, I have okay. too many things open. I ran. But, uh, and I apologize. No, you're completely fine, man. Uh, I'm gonna see if there's anything going on in the chat that anyone wanted to know. You know, it was Sarge, by the way, Randy Smith. Yep, and that's what. Uh, yeah, so that he's one who owns Heat, not not Yaya. The one who owns Heat. Not yeah, yeah, Sarge. Not Yaya. Okay. Sarge owns Heat. Okay. Uh, Brownie Brown has a tattoo of Houston heat because <laughs> it was a bet. It was a bet that he had made and he lost hardcore and he finally owned, he finally admitted to it and finally like went and did it, but he's got a huge Brownie Brown, Brownie Brown, Cornelius Brown has got this gigantic Houston heat tattoo on himself. And it's amazing. <laughs> See, and that's that's things that are just fun though. They're not there. That's not any bias or anything. No. Um, so I actually I want to ask you. Um, this is just a, something that just popped into my mind. But and I'm gonna I'm gonna use SPL and MVPS as an example just because that is the most recent thing. But 
there's some you guys, it's the same there. crew for the most part refing SPL as MVPS and NXL for the most part. It's like same core group. I'll say it's you, it's Mike. It's usually, you know, it's the core group, same guys that go to both, both leagues. Yes. And no. For you yes. guys, that, the sure. core, okay. the core, the, the ones floor, that always are refing. referees. Yes, yeah, sir. the Florida referees are all refing the same events. But for some reason, people in, in other leagues, they seem to think that the refing, which it could be better because other people, but they seem to think that the ref crew is completely different per her. And it's not. So do you care? Like, is there, is there definitely, have you noticed a, a big change in, in refing from those leagues to the other? Or do you think that, some it's ref different for a certain way. Like I know that SPL is five man, not X ball. So it's ref different because it's not the same rules. Thoughts, thoughts, questions, thoughts, prayers, you know? Yes. Okay. Um, SPL is an entirely different rule book. Mm-hmm. And some of what happens with the SPL stuff comes down to pay. Okay. We, as referees, like to get paid. And that also comes down to the MVPS. Now, the guys that have been doing it forever do expect a standard of pay. And we we get shit on all fucking day. All fucking day. I had a kid... We're not even going to name the team. Doesn't even, it doesn't even matter. I don't even care, honestly. But like, it's not. It's not the first time this has ever happened to me. This is just the most recent time this has ever mm-hmm. happened. I had a kid snap out of the Dorito side, and there was nobody there. No one was there. But every time he snapped out, he made sure because I threw a penalty. I threw a like a fat penalty on these guys, and it. It did affect the game, but they affected the game, and I can't help that. I really can't. I cannot. That is one thing that I do try to be is black and white. Like, it is the rule or it is not the rule, you know? And I will absolutely always, always admit when I am wrong. And if you ever think that I don't, you can ask George. (laughs) It's great. (laughs) This man, I had a four-hour phone conversation with him after Vegas, but the issue is it is hard to pull people when a lot of us have been wronged by a lot of leagues. We, we don't want to come back and ref paintball because it's not worth it. As much as we love it, it doesn't become worth it to be shit on by players and to be yelled at by players and to be paid a certain amount and then be there till dark and be told that you can't get paid until you tear down the field when everyone else is gone is unacceptable. No one, especially because it's Sunday and you've got to drive back because there's no hotel for Sunday night. Yeah. You know, you got to drive back to your home. You got, you've got to go to work Monday. If you don't have to go to work, you lucked out, you know, but most of us that are refing, like most of the guys are refing to make extra money. They need to. So when it comes down to like people needing money, 
they're just going to hire anyone. They will. Any, and, and it goes for any paintball league. Truly. It really does. So the issue comes down to not paying or respecting your referees and in the way that they should be. Now, there's not, I would say that Israel takes care of his people. He does. He absolutely does. And it took a little bit. And, it, and not saying anything bad in the sense of like, I love Israel. The man, he's a great dude. He has done a lot for me. And same with Chad. They both have done a lot for me in my life. Like I've had a lot of really good conversations with both of them that have come down to even very personal issues. But like, it is a business. And I do understand where you couldn't pay your people in the beginning. But like, I'm gonna be upfront and honest about how much we get paid the NXL, I make $275 a day. That's not bad. And, and it's all, not bad. All, all your expenses are covered, right? Correct. They cover my flight. Not this yeah. year because COVID has wiped everyone's budget out. It, it, it has just demolished everything. It has hurt our economy to the... We're not even going to get into that. Uh, I want to say a quick disclaimer real fast. Phil is a head ref, so his pay is going to be different than others, especially Correct. with the flight and, and stuff like that. And at a certain yeah. point, there there comes a point where... You know, people come in to their their first event. The first time, the first time, first event ever made a hundred dollars a day. They make shit. The next event, one twenty five. That was PSP. You know yeah, what my PSP training was? I had a beer in my hand and I said, "Hey, I know paintball." And they were like, "Cool, here's a certificate." Bye bye. And then I got <laughs> raped on the back line. But for $100 a day, I understand why I got raped for $100 a day. Whatever. I, and it was fine. I learned a lot. 125 the next, 150 200 200 became after three, four years, you know? Yeah, I mean, you got to earn your stripes. Like, it's... it's you, do. You, you can't You can't expect to, like, even, even if you know Absolutely. the rule book really well. You and, can't. And like, I have a buddy of mine who he goes to NXL events. He like helps out his teams and whatnot. And he started, he started to ref a little bit. His name is Brian Catania. And the kid, like he is the only person that I know that has read, not just read, but knows the rule book, like front to back. Like he knows the whole rule book. Like he's, he's that guy that you want on a team. Like if you're going to, like, if you're going to argue a call, he's like, send him. He knows the rule book. He'll pull out the page and the section and the paragraph of like, and like have a calm, cool, collected conversation of like why like a call was bad. And it's, and it's it's crazy. I'd love to have that conversation with him. That, that at the same time, like what you just said, calm, cool conversation, understanding the rules. Understand like yeah. the understanding of the rules to the level of like the sub clauses, like rule point four, four point five point, whatever, whatever. Yeah, whatever you it know, is. It, having that ability to have a conversation with someone and they're calmly addressing you. Yeah. That makes a huge difference in what a referee is going to do. Oh, absolutely. We're still people. We are yeah. still people. We do not take being screamed at very well. Yeah. No, 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 no. Like, you you catch more flies with honey than you do with something bad. I can't. I, I forget that. I forget the end. Of it. But yeah, I mean, you know, you know what I mean. So I mean, 
in that in that same vein, like there's only a certain amount of people at ref, and especially like at local. It leagues. takes a crazy person to do it. Yeah. Like, so you gotta you gotta really hate yourself, like truly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I I got a question for you. Have you ever had an instance of somebody on the field saying that? I don't want this ref on my field because he has an association with a program that is playing in this league right now. And it's unfair. Even the, like, yeah. well, not, 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 not necessarily you, but like a ref that you are working with and saying that a team is coming up, coming up to you or it's coming up to the league owner and says, I need that ref off the field. Cause he has an association uh, with one of the teams that is playing this tournament. And it's an unfair advantage, even though he might be the best ref on the field and like he's, He's not really throwing, throwing. Oh, games. always. Yeah, I have I have one referee consistently. It's it's my boy James May, mm-hmm. and he may have a mouth on him, and he may say some stupid shit. I love him to death. I love him. He'll he's also one of those ride or fucking die type people, but he has let his mouth get the best of him in certain situations with people that he could have just said nothing. So, but but that's has, but yes. that's, that's coming it, off of uh, like saying something. He, I, he I does mean, play for a team that. Okay. He plays for okay. He okay. Plays for okay. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. I would I would have, for example, uh, the oh god, the Raptors, the Tampa Bay Raptors. Mm-hmm. Now they have a personal issue. One of the players has a personal issue. Okay. And it comes down to something that was. He said, he said, she said, whatever. But it also is because shenanigans did play in the, in the social events and they are now moving into MVPS and they don't, if, if James is on the field, even Johnny, his younger brother, who has, is playing for shenanigans, but hasn't really played any of the tournaments for shenanigans. Like now you can't be on the field. And that comes down to like, I know I know. I know. Listen, listen, you laugh, Sam, but you know, you know. If you're going to have some kind of bias, I will literally stab you. Yes. Like, that's, I'm not joking. Like, this is a game of unbiased paintball. It, and it has to be unbiased. Yeah. It's the game of the ball. The ball never lies. That's it. Like, you're like not, it's, the ball never lies. It doesn't. And yes, we make ignorant calls. We do. We're dumb sometimes. We're people. You make ignorant freaking moves. You decide to wipe loader hits when there was no reason to even touch your loader. You could have let it slide and let a referee that had no experience come in and look at it and be like, yeah, it's rub. No, you decided to wipe it right in front of me and you left this whole stream of like this momentum paint and I had to give you a gross major and then you're yelling at me. Nah, I'm not dumb. I'm not dumb. I've been doing this for too long. I got shot for way too long. It's like Dexter. It's the blood analyst, the blood splatter analyst. It's paint splatter analyzm. Can I just uh, real fast ask where Rob went? For an hour, uh, <laughs> it was like maybe 10 15 minutes. Um, I'm having construction, done. yeah. I'm having construction done in the apartment, so the electrician's been here. So he was like, my, my parents are away right now, so they're he was just like showing me all the things that got done so I could show it off to my parents. 
What time is it? Get back. It's he's on Eastern time. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm in the same time zone as you. But oh, yeah. Jeez. Very PM overtime. Okay. Um well Rob asked question. Uh do you have any other questions, Rob? Because I, I have I'm gonna look into it right now. Like I feel like I never really answered the question as to like the whole thing with the social as to why everyone thinks they're different. It, no, it, you didn't. Um I will say I will say I'm not gonna let you discuss your pay because I don't want anyone to see this and get mad at you. I don't I'm Sam. Uh, uh, Phil, Phil, Phil. This is the last that was the last event I'm refing. That's, that's oh okay. Not- yeah, discuss it. <laughs> no, I'm 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 literally informing anyone that wants to know for the fact of you we should be getting paid what we should be getting paid. Yeah, no, I don't, if it by that means I, I just really, didn't want you to get in trouble. So if it's, if it doesn't even matter, it doesn't even matter. I'm not refing paintball again. Like I will go and support teams and do everything. Wait, you quit you know? as a ref like full time? Yeah, like, this was my last event was in VPS, and really? it really just came down to the fact of like the treatment uh, by players and by the league. And I'm oh damn, I'm just over it. It's unfortunate. It was very it was simple stuff that could have been fixed, and it it's not. Zudel runs an amazing league. He really does. He truly does. Sweet. And I sounds like there's a butt in here. I want to watch his league prosper and I want to watch him grow. Yeah. But there it is. Some of the things that did happen just I'm I don't care to go ref on any of that ever again. Like I'm good. I'm totally good. I may go and help Israel and and ref for Israel and teach people and sit there and coach whatever. Like I enjoy doing that. I enjoy teaching referees. Like this is what you need to be looking for. This is got a question in the comments from Onel. What was yeah? What was the bad treatment from the league Uh coming in in hot? Here it is. Onel, I love you. First of all, this is the Q and A. Oh, it's going to be about O'Neill. No, it's not about O'Neill. <laughs> Fuck the Actually, fact that the fucking... I really thought he was a good, good announcer uh, from the last event. I, I, had, I, I had no idea who he is, but I think he's a great announcer. He's a fantastic announcer. Yeah, sh- shout All out. Right, let, 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 let Phil talk. O'Neill definitely has a presence versus... Uh, he, he does. He does hold the the attention. But at the same time, O'Neill's question, the bad treatment, it's not necessarily bad treatment. It it comes down to like the fucking ignorance. It's split deck. It's 55 minutes. 55 minutes. NXL had it figured out. Chris Rail had it figured out. 55 minutes for split deck. And that is enough time for anything to go the fuck wrong. The bunker blows up. Someone dies. Whatever. I had three referees die. I had four referees on my field who were two events in. I had one guy who had never, never refed an event. Kane, I love you to death, and I don't ever want you to stop refing paintball. You need to continue. But you did not need to be on the webcast field. It was too much, especially with the fact that we were refing the divisions that we were wrestling. These guys were coming in hot. They were playing dirty. They were playing fast paintball. So let me ask you this. 
let me ask you this as a follow-up question. So is it is it ignorance or is it just not understanding the is staff that it's on hand? Could both? be both. It could be both. This, 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 this is this is why I'm at this Are we talking ignorance, ignorance from the referees or ignorance from the staff that hired these people? At the same time, like where did he pull these where did he pull the where did where did we pull these referees from? I mean, I think this 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 comes down to more. I, I, we had the conversation with Ryan about really the logistics on the back end of pulling the refs for for the NXL, how it's done, how CJ really picks and chooses what ref is on what field. So, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it almost sounds like it's just like Zidell has been running a league for what two years now, three years, uh, three or four, three or. Three or four, three or four years now. It doesn't yeah. sound like it's necessarily bad treatment. And I'm going to play no. a little bit of devil's advocate it, here. O'Neill, I got your back a little it bit. It was, uh, a, and it's nothing to do with O'Neill. And it comes down to just ignorant things. Like we didn't leave the field at all. I had all of these people that were very, very green. I did not get backup referees. It's Sunday. We're there till eight thirty. I knew we were going to be there till 8.30 because they only scheduled the games for 40 minutes and 12 minutes times two times two minutes times four plus two minutes times four or eight because you you have a minute break between each point and figure, let's say there's four to five, six points per game per set percent not yeah. you know it, it comes down to it it almost takes an hour per game per set per split yeah. deck mm-hmm. yeah. and it, it, it and you've got these guys that went home they got paid the same amount that some of these other people did they got paid the same amount and they went home so i mean i it, it's it sounds like it just needs to be it's, one it sounds it sounds like a logistical issue a logistical issue like when it when it comes down to who's on what field and especially the webcast field and what type of people that they're bringing on, and so that's more of a managerial managerial part. And as for the time timing of games, I definitely can understand of trying to pack as many games into a day. You know, oh, I mean? you have to. You want to make the most to. money you can. Yeah, but there's there's also a there's also a time constraint. Do I think? That refs that are staying there till the very end, especially refing the webcast field or refing finals, comparatively to refs that are leaving earlier in the day, that the pay should be shifted a little bit. Yes, I do think that not necessarily one should make less than the other, but one should make more than the other because they're spending more hours. So, because, correct Rob, me if me, I'm wrong, it's an hour. Should have just pay. brought the refs over. Let me, and... let me correct you on something real fast, and that's yeah. this is only because of the standard that NXL has set. Yeah, no one leaves with the NXL. Except for the the exception is World Cup because yeah. we do have a an entire dinner set up for all of the referees That's throughout sweet. the year, and and that is sweet. It's it's something that nice that they have done for us. Yeah. We go, we have a dinner. There is a raffle. People win prizes. We oh, sweet. Okay. They do it up. Flights paid for. Yeah, we do it up. Yeah. But at the same time, okay, any of these other events that are not World Cup, no one leaves the field. No one goes home. If you are done, you get shifted to another field. And if your whole field is done and you have nothing to do and it's Sunday, you break down fields. And then when you're done breaking down fields, if you're 
if there's more fields going 10 man, there has been time, like multiple times where I have been the breakdown field. I'm the field that gets done and we break down fields. Yeah. We drink a little bit. Yeah. We smoke a little bit, but at the same time, when we see that there is a whole two other fields going and all the other fields are taken care of, and we've got two fields of referees, like I turn to my people and like, get on the field, get these guys a break, get, get on the field, take as many people as you can off, get them off the field. They have been out here and they're aggravated and they're done and they're tired. Get them off the field. Yeah. Give them the break that they deserve. That never happened. We were promised four referees for hours, hours, hours. You know how many I saw? So let me, let me ask you this. Is, is this an ongoing issue or is this just an issue that happened in the last event? It's honestly an ongoing issue. It's, it's nothing to do with just the MVPS. Like people disappear, people go home, people just run away and hide. But they shouldn't get paid if they just fucking disappear. Like, everyone should get paid at the same time. I'm sorry. Like, if you're stuck out there, yeah, yeah, you have to wait. Sorry. Sucks. Shit sucks. And I agree with getting paid early. If I'm done and I want to get paid, like, I'm going to get paid. But at the same time, like, if you don't have a legitimate reason, like, I'm leaving, I've got to go to work, I've got to catch my flight, like, that happens. But if that's not it, and we're all there till 830, sucks to suck, embrace the suck. Yeah, I hear you on that. I mean, a, a lot of this stuff seems, correct me if I'm wrong, it seems like it, it, it's it's decently easily fixable with understanding roles and responsibilities and having the conversation at the beginning of the day. Hey, if you're not on the webcast field, that means your field is going to be done early. If you're done early, you, you got to start breaking down the field. Once the field is being broken down, you got to start rotating rotating out with other guys in the field. I think it's, it's, I think it's, it's a very common, cool, collective conversation. Management. It, it is. It really is. Yeah. It really, and I, I don't disagree with you on that. I'm, I'm not saying that it's not. It really comes down to a very, very calm conversation and coming down to proper management of your resources. Yeah. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's, I'm very sad that you're not going to be riffing anymore, and I, I hope you do. I mean, I've met you a couple of times at NXL events uh, as, as being a photographer. Um, uh, what's it called? Chicago last year, we hung out for a little bit because I know that you were riffing the D4 field. We talked about AJ. Uh, saw you at Cup. You saw you at Cup the year before. It was on the D3 field. You know what I mean? Like, you're you're well-known. You're well-respected. You're well-respected. Um, and I, I think that it's 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 a sad day that you're just gonna up and quit. Um, I, I do think with how hard it is to find refs, and especially it like it, it it's it's not it just hard. hard, not just find refs in general, but to find good refs that have experience and that can really take those mentor roles to a lot of people that want to move forward with refing because it's a very we we are part of a niche audience in the world of sports or hobbies, whatever you, whatever you want to call it. And then this is an even more, it's an even more niche section of, of that audience. So I personally, I, I think you need to sit down and have the conversations that need to be had. I think you might be giving up a little, little bit too easy. Um, not necessarily giving, giving up on refing, but I think I'm, I'm, giving, I'm giving up, up on the powers that be to make a change. Um, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not giving up on paintball because I want to watch paintball grow. End of story. Like this is 
without paintball, I wouldn't be here today. I'm going to be yeah. completely honest. Without paintball, I would not not here on this webcast. I wouldn't be here speaking to anyone here today without that group of people that have pulled me out of the dark times in my life. Like everyone that goes through shit, but yeah. like without my boys, I wouldn't be here. Absolutely. And I don't want to give up on on paintball because it is the outlet that people sometimes just need and it is it's not even that it's that it's that accountability and the team building and just it, it's it's something that you can't explain you know dude it sounds like you need a sabbatical my, my i can't even explain you know the stuff that has gone on with the referees those are my boys like yeah if you see someone struggling there's been multiple times for example timmy walked out he was done and i get it i've watched multiple people just walk away and i never understood why i never understood why and it, it came to a point where i understand i get it yeah the money isn't worth it i don't care i would like to watch paintball grow but i'm not gonna get shot at and screamed at and belittled and told that i am nothing and that i am a piece of shit and that I am a moron or any of these anything to watch paintball grow. That's yeah. not how you grow paintball. That kind of behavior is detrimental to everyone. If you walk up to a referee and you tell them they're a fucking retard, you're going to get a fucking penalty. And now you're mad at them and they're mad at you. And now you've got a bias that's being built against you. And that is just... You, how no, do you I, grow a sport that's very toxic? No, I, I, I hear you, I hear you on that. I mean, like, and it, yes, and there, 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 there are toxic moments. I mean, every we've all played Nothing video is games. More toxic like, than Dota. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's there are definitely <laughs> or to, to, on the Xbox. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I mean, I'm looking at the comments here, and I see O'Nelly has a very good question. I mean. In your opinion, what what are how do we take the steps to standardize refing? Whether it's uh, getting somebody that's green to be to be up to speed to where they need to be, especially for just something like we don't league. even need to finish this comment because there is there comes a point where we have talked about this within the ref community. How do you classify referees to get a certain quality? You're running an event with a division. You're running an event with division two, three, four, five. Okay. So you want how many fields you got? You need eight to 10 referees per field. 10 is preferred. 10 is the preferred referee yeah. field because yeah. it's the zone coverage. Yeah. So if you're running four fields, you need 40 referees. Yeah. At a minimum. Yeah. So with that, you need. Five to ten level, and you would you would rank these referees by level as you would go and do a certain amount of events, and you would take a certain amount of classes throughout whatever. Yeah, you've learned how to zone ref. Like you've yeah, you've, you you've you it. it's the same thing as taking a, a license, a test for your license, or keeping a permit as as a firefighter. You're you have to take a, a firefighter or an EMT. You have to take a test every six months to a year to yeah. keep your certifications. Yeah. So 
it's the same how you do that we create a fucking ref union and we be able we're able to then have people that are classified as a certain class of referee you are this level of referee you should be and will not work for anything under this amount unfortunately that's what it's going to be but you're also paying for that quality of referee a big thing that happened there at the mvps was we had a lower quality of refing in the sense of there was a lot of referees that didn't know the rules. They didn't, that just, they just didn't know the rules at all. And you didn't see a lot of penalties happen. And okay. as one of my referees explained to one of, one of the people, one of the actual head staff is it's consistency. If no one is throwing penalties all day and then one person is throwing only all of the penalties, where is the consistency? Yeah. Where is it? Now you're only yelling at the one guy when he's only covering a certain amount of a zonage because he is supposed to only be covering a certain amount of zonage. But it really, it really does come down to taking the time to classify these referees under a certification within. And we've talked about: do we make an app? Do we make what? What do we do? How do we do this? Like because we want, we want the ability to bring you the best service possible we don't want a shitty event we don't want a shitty event for you we don't want any of that we want first off to run an amazing event and have great calls and two to be treated like fucking people yeah so i i I think there's there's a lot of good things being said and gonna speak my mind a little bit here and go off some of the comments uh that are happening one There, there is a ref community already, and I, and I think that if do I think that a union needs to be created? I think those are some lofty goals that potentially maybe one day that that'll happen. But I, there's definitely some sort of Facebook group. I'm assuming Solstice of, Law uh, uh, is uh, one of those groups. Solstice Law is a group of referees yeah. that absolutely go out and provide a service, uh, it, whether it be scenario or freaking speedball like they solstice law does provide referees and they are quality referees yeah so and as as for when it, when it comes to some people just not knowing the rules i think that's an easy fix and i saw this uh in the outback paintball series group jeff stein he made a just like a cheat sheet of rules that players should know and that the refs that are refing it these are these are these are the it's like a one pager of rules hot that you rules. need to know the hockey rules the rules yeah, that the, are the the ex- exactly they're they the hockey rules you know what i mean and i think it's something as simple as that is like hey before the event starts it's like it's it's literally a one one page word document just hand them hand them out the rest is like if you really if you're unsure, here are here are the fucking rules. Here is what you need to know. Keep it in your pocket. And if you're fucking confused, I don't I'm care the if you have to pull it up. That gets that. I get a yeah. fucking flashcard. It's a yeah. flashcard. Yeah. And the only thing that actually is on that card is balls per second and feet per second. We're not even talking about like any fuck anything fucking else. It's not expected to have any of like why is there not a rule book at the field? Why is there not a physical copy of the rule book? I, I understand that you can pull it up on any tablet, on any phone, whatever. 
but why is there not a physical fucking copy of the rule book there here referee read this here player read this here head referee you're absolutely wrong on this oh i am completely wrong but there's nothing that i can do about it because we don't replay points in paintball so i mean go on sam i was gonna say i i will say um i kind of agree with phil's point about like, like, I understand there should be a, a rule book there. There should be, everyone should have that flashcard, great idea. 100%. All that. But I if you're at flashcard. an event, if you're at an event, refing, getting paid to be there to ref, to provide the players an ultimate experience of a good event, you should know at least the basics. The, yeah. ho- the hockeys. The exactly. Hockey. And like, like there's no reason, like, I think that they should supply that, but I think that should be less of a supply for the, the refs and more supply for the players. Because if you're there to make money and get paid, you should have already read those rules and know about those rules. And that comes down to why are we hiring people that do not know the rules? Why are we allowing people that do not know the rules to work on certain divisional fields? Not saying that they shouldn't work at all, at all, because you you cannot teach these people and trial by fire these people and have them grow and learn without experience. You have to be on the field to learn it. You do, 100%. Yeah, but so... Continue, go ahead. No, yeah, so I mean, with, with the trial by fire, it's it sounds that there almost needs to be a... How do I put it? Like a, a, a vetting system or some sort of like communication with whoever is going to be the head, head ref of, head ref of we'll say the webcast field is like, Hey, these are all the bodies that are coming out the ref. Help I never you, know. Help, help me. I, I, you know what I mean? And that's, and that's something that it could be, that's a very easy conversation that you can talk to whoever the league league owner is. You know what I mean? Whether you're refing MVPS or SPL, I know NXL has CJ and he does that, but he's been doing that for years. You know what I mean? Like, and even for any other local league, it's if you're bringing on an, if you're bringing on a head ref and you have and you know the people who are coming to ref, like you gotta have the conversation. And especially if you're running multiple fields, your highest divisional field, like that head ref, can will most likely know all the people that are coming. And if you you don't know them, it's probably because they really haven't refed before. But you still have an understanding of where you should be putting them. It also comes down to there's I've I've never. Never once, never once been able to select my field, ever, ever, ever. You're never, as a head referee, ever been able to pick who is going to be on your field. Now, I know that there is a crew of people, and if I, if, if I knew that they were going to get paid the amount of money that they should get paid to come down and do it, I'd bring them as fast as possible. They, they would, they would be there. If I said, Hey, I need you to be at this event and I'm going to head ref this and we're going to do this. And this is the, this is exactly how it's going to be. They'll be there. I could pull a field worth of referees and they would be the referees that you would want. I mean, it is, it is absolutely a hundred percent the rules they've been around for years they know the rules they know even to they the know how to zone like, ref and yeah the, the, and even the, just that they could explain the old rules to you where it's yeah. like this doesn't make any sense well back in blah 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 amount of time in this fucking league where this happened this is no longer and this is the reason why it changed you know like 
it, it comes down to stuff like that. You've got these people that are so vetted that you can't bring because they're one, not getting paid enough and two, not getting the respect by players, by leagues that they, that they should, they're just tired of it. Do you know how many people that I have trained under for refing that are no longer a part of refing? They're just done. Yeah. So there's five and that's Florida referees, five. So I, I have something to say about that. Two things. One, O'Neill brings up a very good question. I'm going to save that for for after what I say, for after what I'm going to say. When it when it comes to people not there's there's a difference between shit talking and there's a difference between being disrespectful. Being disrespectful to a ref is not okay. You know what I mean? That that is grounds for like all day. yeah. There's, I love there's, the shit talking, but there's a but there's a difference between shit talking and being disrespectful. You know what I mean? And when it comes to, from a league perspective, that the league needs to lean on and always have the back of the ref because one, the league is hiring, hiring a ref to, to make these calls. And two, if you cannot put your faith in the ref, in your ref squad and back them up, who, who is the law of the land? Okay. So there's that. There is no law. There is no law. If, if, if the league does not back up the referee, there is no law. Exactly. And, and at the same point, it's not always up to the referee, the head referee, as to what is going on in the field. There's a lot of times where you are dealing with something completely different and something else is going on. And you, ha- you haven't pay- taken notice to any of it. And for example, I know once, not going to lie, once I was distracted and I was having a stupid fucking conversation that could have been stopped in the sense of the game could have stopped and the bunkers could have been filled. But at the same goddamn point, the fucking scorekeeper is watching the game say something or just stop the clock. It's not just there's a lot of it just yeah there's a lot of issues that come down to the flow of the game and if if your scorekeeper isn't backing the head ref and the head ref isn't backing the league or the league isn't backing the head ref or the head ref has to deal with referees that have no idea what is going on and you have to compensate for that and you're not gonna fucking lie to these people like look i'm gonna be completely honest with you i cannot i'm not gonna tell you what referee is no experience but there is a lot of unexperienced referees out here so for for those refs and this is this is a this is a question that came from the comments is there a are there certain positions on the field where it is best to put less experienced refs. Backline. Backline. That's where I was. Backline. Okay. Corner. The reason World why. Content, man. The reason why is because first thing is first, you learn lanes. Because if you don't learn lanes, you're getting shot to goddamn shit all fucking weekend. And you're getting blown up. And if you're not fucking paying attention, you just get blown up. And you just get blown up. And you just get blown up. And you walk away and you're like, man, this really sucked. Blah, blah, blah. Backline, 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 backline. 
Okay. That was my first ref. My first, my first event. That was my first position ever with backline. Backline ten man. Yeah, and and at a certain point, like you just start learning. Like there's a lane here. Let me step down. What is this guy shooting at? Let me look downfield. Okay, that guy's shooting at that guy. Okay, let me step down. This guy's gonna step into this lane if he decides that he's gonna fucking run this way. And it, and it teaches you lane management, and it teaches you field awareness. Lay down oh. is a good position for assessing penalties immediately, immediately. But you've also got to have people that won't fall asleep and are not going to just, you know, be lazy on their calls. You've got to have someone that's a lay down that's going to move when the players move and you're going to have them check off when someone moves or it, it, it's simple stuff. And it comes down to giving a shit about the game mm-hmm. and a lot of people get paid and they don't give a fuck they don't give a fuck and it's disrespectful to the game how are you going to hire these people that one don't give a shit and two don't know the rules like how are you going to provide a service to these people that have paid this money and you're not going to give them the best service that you can you you just can't. It's, yeah, it's wrong. I work for a company that sell nuts, sells nuts and bolts, and we pride ourselves on the amount of service and the quality of the service that we provide, and the strength of the nuts and bolts that we give. Like, and to step away from my day job into paintball and to want to give the best that I can because I freaking love paintball man like i love watching these people stab the freaking shit out of each other and run these amazing plays and just just balling out man but it just comes to a point where it's like my corner referee has no idea that homie just got shot in the face and i have to run across and like buddy just wiped it off and i'm gonna throw a gross major on him and he's gonna argue with me because referee in the corner called him clean because he got shot on this side of his face and he wiped it off in the bunker and went hey ref am i clean and ref goes yeah you're clean whatever (laughs) and it happens like i yeah how do you stop that how do you stop that easy you start classifying referees if you want to ref it's the same thing as when you're signing up for an appa as you're signing up to go play an event you Give your APPA and your APPA says what rank you are and you go and play that rank, right? And you're not allowed to play anything else that is above or below. You're, you, you have a certain amount or whatever that you can play. I'm going to be honest. I don't actually know how APPA works. I don't. I you don't, are allowed I, to play up, just not down or down, well, not up. However, that, you, you can go, play, you can play, play below. Yeah. You can play up uh, before pro and you can play down based on points are mm-hmm. it's, it's a little more complicated but that's but that's besides so like, the point. at the same point like how do you bring these referees in if they don't have a ranking why would you uh, rank these fucking rank these fools rank us yeah. my god rank us give us the rank so that way we can go and ref your event fly mm-hmm. us out from wherever if we're worth having us flown out i've been contacted I've, i was contacted by my buddy otter he was like please come ref my event in ohio I wanted to. I wanted to so badly. 
I couldn't take the time off from work. I can't, I can't leave the state because of COVID. If I, if I leave the state, I have to take 14 days, you know, and yeah. it, it's ignorant. Like I want, wanted to go and ref his event and be there because like he's ultimating like, yeah, I'm going to go back you up, bro. Like I'm, I'm going to bring you an event that's worth while, but at the same time, please have the referees that are worth the time. If you're, if you're not going to bring quality referees, you're not going to have a quality event. If you're not going to hire people that are worth the time, you're just, you're just not going to have it. So I'm seeing, I'm seeing the comments, uh, slightly low break. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I don't mind. Drink a whole uh, ass bottle of wine. Yeah, yeah. If you, uh, I mean, I don't mind. Well, don't, do you want don't, br- don't bring it. Don't bring us in the bathroom with you. <laughs> don't bring us in the bathroom. Don't bring us in the bathroom with you. But but Sam, I, I mean, I'm seeing I'm seeing in the chat in the comments here, like making a standardization ranking of refs mm-hmm. is a good idea. It comes down to how does it get implemented. And how is it util- how is it utilized from so, an NXL perspective and is and trickle down all the way to a local perspective? So I I'll I'll give a um just a, my my thoughts on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I do think it's a good idea and I think there are ways to do it. So obviously if so you too. if you've been refing for 10 years and you've refed five NXL events every single year or whatever it was, at a certain point, and I and it's safe to assume that you know what you're doing. Um, you keep being brought back, but also you can put on there because NXL, they don't just start you on semi-pro. They usually start you D4, D5, D3. They usually yeah. don't start you any higher than three D3. man or five man. Yeah. And then they'll bring you, keep bringing you, moving you around and they can easily put that on there. If your experience is in 10 man, there's no reason to have you out here. I mean, if you want to be out there reffing five man, they think you're experienced enough, but these events that are running these 10 man events, they're going to want the people that, that know how to ref 10 man. And these people that are like, like WCPL has the premier league. So they going to, they're, they want refs that are at a caliber that can ref semi-pro players. Yeah. I think as Phil was saying about new, about new refs, I think starting them at D five is the best thing to do. And the reason for that, absolutely slower players, they're not wiping. They're scared to wipe. And for good reason, they don't want to get thrown out of their first events. Some of them. Yeah. So they're scared to wipe. They're playing slower. They're asked. They're actually asking you, they might not know the rules as well. So like they might ask you a question, don't throw up a penalty on that because first you don't really know that that's not the rule, but also, you know, don't throw a penalty because they're still learning. But if, as Phil said, if you have a ref that has never ref before, there is no reason you should be on the, the field that is on the webcast because you make a mistake and everyone that's watching around the country, the world, whatever sees that ref makes them make that mistake and sees it consistently. And now they're like, Oh, I, why would I want to, why would I want to play this when they have a ref here? That's just making the mistakes. And, and they're like, they're not rectifying it. hundred, hundred percent. And, and I do think that somewhat of an in- infrastructure is in place. I mean, there's a whole vetting system already. Like we talked to Ryan Wilson uh, for, for NXL and it's just building out the system from the top down to be incorporated of who's refing at the national level, what field do they normally ref um, division, division or format um, years of experience and then trickling it down to a more local level so that it's 
I'm now I'm in the head ref for this local league or I'm mm-hmm. a ref for this local league. I've been doing it for one or two, one or two years or however many years. And I definitely think that it's very possible. And I think it would be a good addition to the overall ecosystem of tournament paintball, because it, when you think about it, it's more than just like playing speedball, like how you ref big game scenarios is very different to mm-hmm. refing. 10 man ICPL or whether it's three man at NXL, they are very different formats and you do need a different uh, qual- quality of person to mm-hmm. from, especially from a customer service standpoint of what do they need to be doing? Like if you're refing, if you're refing semi pro NXL, you really don't need to be hurting cats too, too much. I mean, definitely a little bit, but for the most part, you're really, you're on that field because you're one of the sharpest people, one of the sharpest refs out there mm-hmm. in in your field. Comparatively, if you're refing ten man, you have it's a little bit more laid back. You have good you have good customer service um, <laughs> attributes. You're able you're able to you're able to deal and handle with certain things such as the ongoing drinking. A lot of times that is mm-hmm. within code. You know, what I mean? so it's. I think a database is needed to be made, and I don't know who it would be. I do want to say Chris Rail would be a good resource. It'd probably be because yeah. he did make APPA, and I do think that making a system like this so that not just the NXL can use, but also field owners can use if they look if they are looking for bodies, whether mm-hmm. it's just for like a local tournament or even for like a big game that they're having or one of one of these regional series. And the thing is with the classification, it doesn't need to be a classification that says you're like an expert level ref. All it needs to have is your years of experience, the positions and the field and like the kind of field you it doesn't yeah. have to be and a legitimate if, and, classification. And you can sort it. Yeah, and exactly. And if you've been an ultimate ref or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have experience? How 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 much experience? Because there's a lot of refs that they become an ultimate for a league for a event and then they don't get invited back to be the next ultimate. So how many years, how, how many events were you in ultimate? If you, if you've been invited back, I've been, sorry, I was listening to everything that you're saying. I was, I'm sorry, but at the same time, so like some of these guys, like, yes, no, correct. You are absolutely correct. Some of these guys have absolutely come out here and been an ultimate and never been invited back because they, they didn't, they didn't do it right. They either didn't do it right, or maybe they felt like their treatment wasn't proper or whatever. But at the same time, like, did they really help the league? Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, like just having on there that you were an ultimate, it should have on there, like how long you were an ultimate for, because it doesn't have to say if you're a pro referee or not, it just has mm -hmm. to show the levels, the years of experience. Mm -hmm. I agree with you completely, Rob. Yeah. So I I think, I think it's all doable. And when, and especially like when it comes to events that I do think league owners and I've seen that, and I've seen this before, um, at a local league of mine called TSXL, um, he leans on his ultimate ref. Whoever whoever is doing it, he, he chooses he chooses his ultimate ref, and he says, "Run your ref squad how you want. Just make sure that everything is run smoothly." Okay, whatever the calls are on on the field, I will I will back you up. If I need if I need to get involved, we'll have the conversation. But I, I think there needs to be more of a synergistic relationship between leagues and 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 the ref squad, especially from an ultimate ref perspective. Um, and especially when it comes down to for leagues that are running multiple fields, that there are there is that so there is that body, like once again, 
I'll call it NXL and CJ. He understands his ref squad very well, and he understands the logistics behind it and how to and well, how he to takes the time refs. to ask the questions. He, exactly. He doesn't just ask like, "Oh, can this person ref? How many want? How many? How many years this person ref? Where? Where have? Where have they refed? Where? Any of that? It comes down to like, he's not just you know hiring somebody. He's hiring yeah. them and knows all of their experience and puts them on yeah. the field based upon their experience. Yeah. He also does understand that there is a crew. There is a core group. There's a core unit. You have your, you as a head referee, have your number two. You have your person that you rely on. And if they're there or you have a group of people that they are your number two, like if, if they're on your field, you're going to put them as your number two and they're going to make the decisions on the other side of the field for your referees. Yeah. So I, 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 like I said, I think it comes down to a little bit more communication between leagues and refs and then understanding this hierarchy of who is who you can lean on and who at the end of the day makes those final decisions. Um, I want to touch up on something that uh, Thomas Johnson said, and I, it's yeah. I don't know if it's more of a statement or like a question, but um, oh, Tommy feel Johnson free to. Yeah, yeah. He said uh, some ultimate head refs are set up to fail. Remember, you don't get to pick with pick who you work with on your field. Now, I could right. be wrong. I'm um I I've never been an ultimate. I, I ref for like a year, if that. But the ultimate's job is to bring in refs. So it is. It is. You can it's, you can 100 percent pick who's working on your field if you do your job and bring in the refs. Yes right? and no. no. Even if I brought my referees in, even if I said, "Hey." I want these guys working with me. There is a 70% chance. I would say I even 70, a 50% chance that I'm actually going to get them. Like there's a 50% chance. What I, what I, I mean say, is what I mean is you choosing the squad. So you technically do are picking who's on your field. No, it's just, you're never. no, you don't No, No, I'm talking never. about this ref squad, not your squad on your field. I mean, like if you want to bring in Mike, Tommy, uh, et cetera, like you bring those guys in, they actually come in. Like you're choosing the ref team and then it's just up to fate who ends up on your field. Okay. That's so what I'm asking. That, that's what I'm counter, asking. Let me counter your argument. Let me counter well, I'm just asking. Argument. Okay. Asking? No, not really. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> the thing is, is that I could bring all of these guys in. Mm-hmm. I could say, Hey, let's go. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. How much is the pay? If I ask 10 people, I might get three. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. That's, that's the honest truth. That's the absolute honest truth. And that's not because of even just pay. It just comes down to the years. We're just tired. We're yeah. Done. Like the literally the level of respect while there is four of us that actually know the rules and there's 10 of us on the ref on the field. The four of us don't matter because the remaining six. Yeah. Should be six. six of us. The remaining six of us have no idea what the fuck is going on. So the quality of refing on that field is literal trash, a trash can on fire in the middle of the fucking desert. Like it is, it's the worst possible fucking scenario ever. And that is the thing that you're going to walk away from. No one ever really talks about the good ever. No one ever focuses on the good. Everyone always remembers the bad. Unfortunately, that's the truth of it. That's human nature. And that, that comes down to 
the negativity and everything that has ever been presented to everyone in their entire lives and never being able to hold on to any positives. But that being said, there should not be six referees on the webcast D2, D3 field that have no idea what is going on. Yeah, I mean, that that comes to understanding your staff, you know what I mean? And when when it's that, I let, I'm, I'm going to keep saying over, over and over again. It's just the experience. Yeah, you, have, you, you, have, you have to you have to spread the experience so that all fields and all customers, because at the end of the day, it's a business, and that this is a it's customer, customer service. service. It's it customer service. A customer service job. Yeah. So I, I I think it what happened was just a lack of understanding of the staff. And a misman and a mismanagement of, of the staff of spreading out for customer service. That's, I mean, that's at what the same I think time, it is. I, continue. I'm sorry. Yeah, like <laughs> that, like I, I think this is these are all things that are easily fixable, and and it comes and it comes down to a conversation and like especially the week of if like hey, who is the ref, who is the ref squad? Because what M, uh, MVPS is what two fields, two fields or three fields, four I think. Holy shit, it's four fields. <laughs> They've gotten a lot bigger. They started yeah. at two fields and it has been amazing to watch them grow. It really has. It yeah. really has been. But uh, you, me and you can have this conversation all day. We can have this conversation all day. Yeah. So I don't, I mean, it's, if it's not going to change. If it's four fields, like I, I, I think That's that like, just whoever's in charge and whoever's supposed to be running the ref squad just needs to have just needs to have that conversation. It's like, hey. You most likely have a better understanding of who everybody, who all the players are. And when I meet, when when I say players, I mean who all the refs are and how I should be sp- spreading out the experience. Yes, will there be some weaker refs on the webcast webcast field? Most likely, because you need to spread out the experience so that all customers at all lo- at all divisions are having a good time. Will you? load and up the webcast will you load up the webcast field a little bit more absolutely you should because it's a higher division and you need the experience so that they can keep up with just the experience of the players but that's it though you're you're there to provide a service that is to allow everyone to have a fan first off a fantastic time and second off an unbiased opinion of the game with an in-depth understanding of the rules and if you're going to be on a field that is going to have a higher divisional, you should have a far more extensive, in-depth understanding of the rules. And sure. that, it, just, it just doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen anymore. Where it used to, it, it doesn't. It, it, it truly does not. Whereas... Three years ago, I saw people that were from in, in fuck, dude. I saw people from NPPL, PSP. I saw people that were the old school, old school referees that knew the rules and even understood the new rules. And it was the level of treatment from the leagues that drove them away. It is not even the players. It is the league that drives away the referee. Can I just say this? Um, 
Apparently, Lucas has been asking questions. I haven't seen it, but he did say yeah. your beard's looking glorious. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm Lucas. trying to keep. I'm trying to keep up with the questions. A little tough, but sorry, Mr. Lucas. Mr. Lucas uh, Sylvester. No, Blitch. Blitch. Lucas, Lucas, Blitch. Oh, I love you too. <laughs> um. So. We had an argument. Before we uh, got into that whole spiel, um, I did want to ask a question that okay. uh, about like the dumbest thing that you've ever been yelled at for. And I was going to say players, but now I'm curious about in general, if someone outside of a player has a player, coach, whatever, staff, uh, Lee owners, anything, what's the dumbest thing you've ever been like yelled at for, like crucified for? Oh, you're getting closer. You have a story. I have a medical card. Okay. While that medical card doesn't necessarily extend out of the state of Florida. Yeah. We were in a state that did allow medical. And it was one of the states that did view, while Florida does not view any state, views no state. You are not allowed to give a fuck. Florida doesn't give a fuck. You got a medical card in any state. We don't give a fuck. We're Floridian. You got a medical card from Florida and Florida only because we're Floridian. Fuck you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was at Chicago and I was smoking and I had someone take a photo of me smoking my pen. <laughs> and they sent his photo to CJ. While that that actual pen, the pen that they took a photo of me with, was my CBD pen because I had at that time a pen that was like a three to one ratio CBD to one percent THC, and then a pen that was entirely just THC that I smoked before going to bed because I hate taking ADD medication and I had been taking ADD medication since the second grade. And if any of you know what Concerta is, that shit is wild. And I took it until probably, I'd say ninth grade. I, I stopped taking ADD medication in ninth grade, mm-hmm. from second grade to ninth grade. And that shit is terrible on human brain development and mm-hmm. or social skill development. It's just terrible. It's just terrible. They took a photo of me and they said that I wasn't doing my job and <laughs> presented it to CJ and Tom Cole and tried to get me fired on Thursday. It was Thursday. <laughs> it was Thursday going into Friday. They took this photo. And they were it's like, not even, oh, not even, sucks. it's Thursday, it's Chicago. It's not, it's a practice day. Have fun with it. Correct. It's Thursday in Chicago. It is a practice day. But at the same time, this person took a photo of me. That was the stupidest thing. Like, I yelled at, and they were like, who saw you smoking weed? Shut up. I know you smoke weed. Like, I know you all. Paypalers smoke weed. Go home. Go home with your shit. Would you rather have these motherfuckers pissed off at you because paypal? Or would you rather have them smoke and be calm? And then throw penalties for things that are legitimate. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, they did their job properly because they smoked some marijuana. Oh, 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 fucking surprise. And if they can't do their job, then get the fuck off my field. Yeah. All right. That's fair. That's uh, all right. <laughs> I'm the nicest, most aggressive person. Oh, I know. I, I, 
I remembered a, a few times you've you've yelled at certain people, not like at, at events, but like playing. And uh, it's scary. You get scary when you actually get angry. Don't get mad. Oh, don't don't. <laughs> There's no point. The first person to get mad, and I'm going to say this to all the players that are watching. The first person to get mad in an argument, you've already lost. You've already lost the argument. The moment that you have decided that you are going to let emotion control your argument, you have lost your argument. Absolutely. And that comes down to paintball playing. That comes down to relationships. That comes down to talking with anyone. If the moment that you let emotion control your side of anything, you have lost that argument. Yeah, I agree. I agree. As soon as you're not, you're no longer rational, and that's what makes you lose. We're no longer rational. That's it. That's it. That's 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 why me and George ha- George had a four hour conversation. If you want to elaborate Vegas. a little bit on that, I'm. I mean, I've heard the story, but it's never a bad one. I'm pretty sure that I made a wrong call, and I'm sure that he's going to blast me in like five minutes here. Because if he's not watching while he's driving, then you know <laughs> I'm sure I'm going to get a message in like couple hours here hey you're a fucking moron yes sir george i love you you're the best but i had a conversation with him and it came down to both of us not understanding this rule and both of us were actually wrong whereas like i threw the penalty and it was slightly correct but it wasn't at the same time it wasn't the correct the explanation that i gave was incorrect for the penalty that was actually assessed and that is part of the job of being a head referee is being the expert bullshitter is you, you really like, not only do you have to know the rules, but you have to be able to bullshit and you have to be able to diffuse situations. And like, I, I sat on it and I definitely thought about it. I flew home from Vegas and then I don't know how he got a hold of me. Honestly, he found me on Facebook and one day I was, and I was like, you know what? You want to have an argument? Here's my fucking phone number. Let's do you, go. Do you want to know how he got a hold of you? No. Did you give him my phone number? No. Absolutely. He asked me, he said, what the fuck is that ref's name? And I told him your name. <laughs> I hate you so much. No, Why? I your friends. I now. love George. I love George. I really do. He's a fucking great dude. Like he really is a great dude. Like, <laughs> And, and at the same time, he calls me and he's like, hey, somebody threw this thing on me and like asks me questions. And I sit there and I go, okay, what did they tell you? And I go through the rule book real fast and I explain it to him and explain it to him in a way. And at the same time, he'll be like, so the ref was fucking bullshit. And I'm like, yeah, but, but <laughs> no, but no, yeah. <laughs> but no, because I have to back up my referee because yeah. that's my job is to always back up my referee. Yeah. Whether they're wrong or not, if they're wrong, then I have to eat it. And then I go over to that fucking referee and I tell them, you're a fucking retard. I can't believe you fucking did this all fucking wrong. Why the fuck? And then get in their face and then stop and tell them it was a simple mistake. It happens. And it just, just level with them. While I say I get in their face and fucking freak out, I, I really don't. Yeah. Like I, don't. I, just, I just don't. There's no point. There's no point to belittle somebody is, is ignorant. Yeah. You're, you're not creating progression at that point. 
Uh, I'm kind. I'm kind of out of questions. I'm sure more will come. I know. Uh, I know that Lucas uh, Blitz just said something sad here, and uh, I'll read it to you because I'm. I know you can't read him. Um, he said, "I." And I'm I'm gonna read exactly how he says it because I have no clue part of what he was trying to say because he can't spell as Thomas uh, pointed out. But um, he said, <laughs> okay. "I hope my time as these guys fill in the other refs in here was good, and I wish I could have created a better environment while I was there." Lucas, you created an amazing environment, and to be completely honest, we had a conversation after this last event about how much we missed you. The only person who did it better than you does he ref? Does he no, ref? no, no, no. Okay. He plays. He plays for uh, the Jit Squad. Does he uh, play for Jits? Gridiron Gang? Gridiron Gang and Jits. I thought he's. I didn't know he played for Jits. He might play for Jits. I might be wrong. I thought he played for MVPS Dark Ops. Yeah, I know he plays for Doc yeah. Ops. It's MVPS. I oh, I should have yeah. played for MVPS fucking Dark Ops. But I, I didn't. Just said that Alex just no joined. No fucking cares because I can't play paintball. <laughs> All right, go on though. What were you saying to uh, to Lucas? Mr. Lucas actually did take the time to first off handpick, handpick, literally handpick his referees for the event. While it was while it was Mr. Zudel's event, um, we only had constant contact with Lucas, and Lucas took the time to one understand every head referee's problem and after taking the time to understand the head referee's problem take a first destructive criticism because we're aggravated and pissed off and all we know is just just rude comments criticism into constructive criticism and turn that into something that would progress into a better event and or better referees and or better treatment. And that was fantastic. And I know he took off time for his, his child that was just born and everything that just happened with everything going on within his personal life and family. And I understand. I get it. But I'm going to tell you right now, there has not been Besides Patrick Flood, there has not been an ultimate who has given a shit about referees the way that Lucas or Patrick Flood has for any event, truly. Truly, I love social. I, I love the guys within XL. But no one has taken the time to level with their referees like Flood and Lucas has. Hear that, Lucas? <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it really takes, it takes a lot. It takes a lot to take the time to listen to all of our fucking ignorant goddamn comments because we're, we're retards. We truly are. We're fucking retards that are just deciding to stand <laughs> out there and get shot at all day. And to take that kind of comments or criticism or anything and turn it into something constructive Mm-hmm. It takes a powerful brain. It really does. And I give all of the credit to both Lucas and Patrick because they did a phenomenal job coming Patrick from when they had one field into three fields. And it was like, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I had a great time. Thank you very much. And then Lucas took over from three fields to four fields and then ran that for two years. Like 
fantastic, fantastic job. Love them both. If anyone, if, even if I say that I'm done refing paintball, if Lucas sat there and said, hey, I need you to come ultimate or I need you to come head ref this, I'd be there. I'd be there just because I, I know the treatment that I'm going to get with them. Does Rob see something? No, I just hear something in the background. It's okay. Oh. Um, well, as I said, I, I'm kind of finished with, uh, with any questions I potentially yeah. had. Yeah, no. Um, no, I'm, 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 I'm good as well. <laughs> I think he has a ghost. Hold up. Okay. Is the electrician still there? Oh, 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 there you go. Whoa. I don't know. Hi, mom. I don't know. But yeah, no, uh, I'm, I'm all, I'm all good on the questions. Um, I, th- I, I, it, it, at the end of the day, it sucks to hear that you're, that you're not going to be refing. I do think that I don't think you should quit. Take a sabbatical. Maybe take the rest of the year I'm off. I'm not quitting paintball. Like I no, said no, earlier, no, I know I'm you're not quitting. quitting I know you're not. But quitting, I am quitting the head referee role. I'm done. Someone else can take over. I'll yeah. train anyone that wants to take the training. I will take the time as me and Robert Blitch have not Blitch, Robert fucking Welch have <laughs> talked about. Miss me and Mr. Bobby from Cali have talked about, and me and Timmy, Timmy Stapleton have talked about before any of this. We need to create. something that allows referees to have a level and you can hire referees at the level and training those referees to understand and or look for things that do it they wouldn't change it it has there has to be the change the problem is it's like where is the capital you can probably do most of this work I'm pretty sure if I sit here and talk about it enough, someone's going to pick it up and be like, hey, we'll do it. Just do it. Yeah. If, if that's, if, if really? that's, if that's hey. really enough to do it, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I'll travel to wherever the fuck it takes I don't to think train you need to tra- people. Before even that, I think creating a database, utilizing an Excel spreadsheet, like I think is very doable. And takes very little resources just to get started, just to get the infrastructure started. And especially using resources like Ryan Wilson and, and CJ to help build the foundation, build the foundation. And then Wilson so much more than CJ. I love you, CJ, but Wilson's a little bit more of a, a, Wilson doesn't have a whole family. CJ has a whole goddamn family. Like, but, what, but what I'm saying, between the two of them, you ha- you have a foundation for this database at least at the correct. national level, and then you it's can start working. And then we, you- can, we can talk to Job over in uh, in WCPL. We Ex- can talk to we can talk exactly. to any of these guys. We exactly. Can, and it comes down to creating that database. Yeah, and I and I think mm-hmm. if you're going to take a backseat uh, from head roughing, I think you should make it your mission to do this. And I think that it requires very little resources to. Get this started off the ground, and then to make it bigger, I think it's it's a phone call with Chris Rails so that you can create a platform that is util that is utilized by it's leagues. Funny that you say that Chris. because Chris Rail will always back up the referees. Chris which is, Rail, which which is, is perfect, awesome. and it's perfect. amazing. It's amazing. Chris Rail will fight tooth and nail for his referees. He will. It's amazing. Yeah. So I think. I think if you're going to take a back seat from being a head rev, I, I do believe that you should be that 
be that change for the refs for better create create this database and create the systems for that refs refs can sign up so that they can get their name potentially get get more work and that it is a tool and it for shouldn't to it utilize. shouldn't come down to what the nxl does you pay fifty dollars and you get paid fifty dollars back it should be it doesn't it, when it comes to certifications it doesn't even necessarily need to be like that that could be that could be literally a box that is checked off have you gone through the ref certification class if not if not like did, it, you, get your, did you get your license to drive the fucking car yeah so okay did you I, pass go and collect 200 yeah i think a big thing that someone could and should do as a paintball ref is start a YouTube channel and just teach these things. Oh, I know 100%. there's I know there's YouTubers. I know there are like like Forbesy. I don't know if y'all know who he is. Forbesy, Forbesy has a, a TikTok and mm-hmm. a a YouTube no channel that does yeah. what uh, Scott, Scott, Scott Forbes. Scott Forbes and he does a I know good, that name. he does a good job. You would um, know the name. Yeah. Trust me. If you, you see his it. stuff, you'll see you, he probably comments on your stuff. He he's he's a good guy. Correct. And he He's does a very good job in the paintball community. And it's, mm-hmm. it's good to see that kind of activity in the paintball community. My problem is I decided to, to make my entire everything pro like private because politics and crazy nonsense. And we're not going to get into it because it's yeah. not paintball, yeah. but we're Mr. Fo- Forbesy does take the time to put out TikToks or, or videos on YouTube that does go over Reffing paintball or crazy stuff within scenarios or whatever just being a referee in general and even at that my my buddy desi johnson if you ever want any kind of fucking conversation on how to run a scenario or how to manage a bunch of referees for a scenario get a hold of desi johnson this man this man puts on amazing events i've only been to three of his events and i'm going to be really honest it's amazing. It's the best. I've been I've been to Wayne's World. I've been to Ion. I've been to freaking oh my god, uh D-Day over in Oklahoma and I have never had more fun than at an event in Battlefield Orlando under Desi Johnson. It it just it is networking. It truly is networking on all of the stuff with paintball. So. And uh, even with that, like, how do you, how do you pull, how do you pull referees? Oh, I know that, so. I know that Desi pulls Solstice Law. I know those guys do a very good job with stuff like that. And they are very active in the paintball community. And it's, they are their own paintball union in their own way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what I was saying, <laughs> um, that's, honestly probably one of the best ways you can get that information out there is um i know like like for players they have their pro players that'll teach them things for media they have the they have youtubers they have uh, like the group stuff like that Mm -hmm. and scott does a good job of teaching but no one actually has a professional style setup of how they teach they don't have like no no one really has that and if you can create classes that actually introduce people to things, you're going to be the go-to guy, like not you, just whoever creates it. You're going to be the go-to person that everyone knows. This this is the standardized style of refing because the new generation of refs have watched this guy. It's like Tech PB. Everyone watched Tech PB when they first started playing paintball. And sure Everybody. 
So everyone watched, was, everyone watched the short bus. Everyone, everyone watched short bus. Everyone watched tech PB, all that stuff because they were putting out the content that people wanted and no one was putting out. Correct. So absolutely. Same thing with ref. If people want to learn how to ref and they have that free right there, it's on YouTube, that knowledge that's, that's going to set, start setting a standard and then people well, will deviate, but that'll start it. Power. Yeah. Knowledge is absolutely power, but at the same time, like you have to have the person that is going to take the time to put out these videos that are one, a hundred percent accurate to the rule book. That is whatever fucking league they're going to play for because the problem, really a problem is, is that there is no standardized rule book. NXL has their own rule book and MVPS follows the NXL rule book, but EPL doesn't and social doesn't and you know uh, WCPPL doesn't and uh, I I actually can't I WC does CPPL I think they I think do. they do because they're they're an affiliate well, yeah yeah I think they do I think that uh, I think they would especially with everything that that happens oh my god Cali ballers are just as hard as fucking Florida ballers they play twenty four seven just the same mm-hmm. as fucking Florida ballers we, we Florida play all Texas the time. Cali. Yeah, well, Texas, when they're not getting hit with hurricanes, because we're not getting hit with hurricanes. Thanks, Texas. <laughs> I'll take that. Thank you very much. <laughs> many, many a time by a hurricane, but uh, you can have it. Uh, so I'm just reading a question from uh, from Brian Wolf, uh, yeah. verbal. Yeah, verbal. Um, he asked pretty much how me and me and Rob would. Uh, how do we feel we would do it refing? doing what we do um I've he thinks he's good I've a couple EPLs. so i'm gonna let phil answer my portion of that because i don't think i was a good ref he knows if i was a good or bad ref oh, so no. horrible ref i need him to answer that because i never asked like it's, i was refing it's it's, it's a but like i was still learning sammy i love you that, and that's the answer you. dude you don't have to go any farther everyone that watches knows what you're about to say you're good I you're done you. you're fucking shit <laughs> but at the same time, I will ask you, zoom in on that. Zoom in on what? Zoom in on, yeah, exactly. Zoom in on that. And you're like, zoom in on what? Zoom in on that. Well, zoom in on my, Okay, bye. I'm running off in the middle of the fucking field. Hey, show me that. Show me that right now. And that's, that's, a, that's a fucking, that's a head riff trick. That's a head I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to let you run on a head riff trick. You got camera guys next to you. You got somebody taking a photo in the middle of the field. Hey, take a photo of that right oh, now. What is that? Okay, bye. Yeah, I actually did. The other, uh, at MVPS, actually, Phil had a question. He said, did that guy spin uh, or did he get, did, was it a clean shot? And I had, and he was asking another ref who, who really didn't know. I, I he, he wasn't watching that lane or whatever. Didn't Julian get in trouble with that? Hey, of the well, whole- no, no. He, but, he got in but, trouble for showing them, I, the players. Did I, use, did I use any of your information in my... No, you email. went and checked. You went and checked. But you okay. wanted to make sure that it was a trade and not a spin because you would have, you would have figured out what it was. And I showed him the picture that showed the player was already facing in that direction and followed the shot, not spun he still went and did his job he just wanted to make sure that the proof was there so he didn't throw the wrong call that's correct i do have if at the same point like i've got a photographer next to me i know you caught that like i threw a penalty 
I want, I'm going to, I'm going to go off of my call on the field always, always. But at the same time, Hey, I know that you got this in the most clearest definition, better than my own goddamn eyesight. What did that look like? Let me get a rundown on that. Okay. My call was correct. Cool. At the same time, like I'm never going to, I'm never going to present the information given to me by you or any other photographer because I have to one back up my own call and two back up my referees calls, whether they're wrong or not. I have to eat it. I have to fucking eat it. If I can't correct it, whereas certain times like somebody has thrown a major and I've run directly at the referee and almost spear tackled the referee and said, no, it's only a minor and just thrown them to the ground. No, like I'm not like, I have tackled referees. I have to, to stop. Do not pull another goddamn body. You are absolutely wrong. Don't do it. Fair enough. But no, Sam is trash. Sam is trash. It's better at a photographer. Oh, thank you. Only, oh, I love you. You're just better at capturing the moment versus like, I need to understand what this rule is right now. I need to access database to throw whatever penalty and or assess whatever fucking judgment. Like, take better photo. I'm, you're, you are amazing at understanding field awareness and where the play is going to happen. But you don't understand the fucking rules. Yeah, that's pretty fair. You just, you just can't. I'd like to think I have a decent understanding. Yeah. But um, we are just about at the two-hour mark. This is way longer than I expected. But I'm very happy that we had this conversation. It's very enlightening. Um, it brings a different perspective. And especially the understanding of the the refing community how how it how it kind of coexists with leagues um some of the hardships that you as a head ref and the refing community faces and really what it takes to have a better relationship and and it really comes down to communication and it, it under, really under, does i agree with tools. you rob it it does come down to communication with the leagues to the referees and taking the time to understanding one, your referees and their level and their skill level and putting them accordingly on the field. And it comes down to simple, basic human needs. They're, it is illegal in the state of Florida to work, what, eight hours and not have a 30-minute break? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Thank you, Sam. So even as an independent contractor... You should have a 30-minute break, no matter what. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. You it's know either eight or 10 hours, but regardless. Five-minute lunch, five minutes. You're going to run five minutes. That's it. That's all you got, five minutes. You know how often that happens? Pretty often. Okay. Yeah. More times than I'm willing to admit. Yeah, very. Yeah. So... Wait, Rob, wait, do you wait. want to ask your final final yeah, question? Yeah, with with that being said, we we have one final question that we like that, to ask, that we like like to ask every guest. Um, this is stories from the sidelines coming out of the media gang. Um, do you 
know what the media gang is and what, what we're trying to accomplish with uh, with this venture. Uh, I like to think that you do because you know Sam pretty well. But, I do. Uh, but I think I, I know for a fact that what we are trying to do with this venture is come to understanding with everyone with in the sense of players talking to referees, referees talking to players with uh, league owners talking to anyone. It, it comes down to growing and expanding the sport because we're already an extremely scrutinized group of individuals. We are a bunch of hooligans. We are a bunch of deviants. We're a bunch of fucking retards that run around with guns. And it is hard to grow this sport and it's hard to even uh, even the sense of like people don't talk people don't talk nowadays it it comes down to texting or emailing or messaging we don't have face-to-face conversations we people just don't like you don't understand the other side of the grass the grass is greener on the other side but you never see the other side of the grass so to take the time to actually speak to everyone, be it the league owner, the referee, the player, the coach, the media, the whatever it is going to be, to take that time and actually talk about paintball in it is true form, in its raw, un filtered form of what paintball is is the only way to actually truly understand paintball i can sit there and talk to my coworkers all day long about paintball and they will never understand but if i sit here and talk about any of these things to any of these people that actually have played paintball or done an event they know 100 percent what i am talking about always because they've seen it they've been through it they have experienced it and the problem is, is we are a dying, we are a dying breed, paintballers, paintball fields, paintball. And I don't want to see it go, man. Like it's, it's tough. It's tough to say even to myself, like, I don't want to ref anymore. Like I want, I'm going to be there for my boys, but like, I don't get shot anymore. I'm tired. I'm tired of it. I would, I would just much rather like get people onto a field that know what the fuck they're doing. I would much rather take the time and say, Hey, no, you, you have to take this break. Hey, you have to do this. Hey, you have to do that because and move this games to these fields, move what, whatever it's gotta be to, to facilitate not only the players because they've paid money. They have paid money for a service mm-hmm. and you should provide the best service possible like it's it's tough it's tough in this day and age because no one really actually cares no one cares money is the true evil and we will continue to just let these ignorant freaking things slide because money paves the way Mm -hmm. it does it really does unfortunately as much as i would love and and as everything that we have talked about we could sit here and talk about this forever. Am I going to get contacted by anyone to, to say anything versus like, how can we fix this? You know, am I going to get contacted a league by a league by to say, 
I really appreciated everything you said, or I really understand what you know. No one fucking cares. Unfortunately. This is this, uh, I've done it since 2013. I've been yeah. in it. I've been, I've been part of the machine. I've been a cog in the machine that runs paintball forever. Yeah. You've played and, a very pivotal role. There's no doubt about it. No one cares. Yeah. Unfortunately, people, people, there are people that care. With, with, out of doubt, that there are people, there are people that are care. There are a lot of people that care, but those people are not the people that are cutting the paychecks, and those people are not the people that are hiring people. Those people are not. They're not. People. They're not in a position for them to do anything about it. Yeah, Let- they are the people that are still playing the event. They're the people that are standing on the sidelines. They're the people it. That's and, it. And like I said before, you've now put yourself in a position to be the change. Be the change. Do what's best. Do what's best for your community. Um, and that that that's all you can hope for. You know what I mean? That's all you can try to do. Um, so you, that's it. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 truly it. You are you are absolutely correct. You. Yeah. You have to be the change that you want to see. You've and and you've put yourself in a prime position to do that. Um, and with that being said, um, we really want to thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, I mean, Rob, you, you gave us two hours today. Thank you very much for the time to actually sit on my soapbox and bitch about nothing. <laughs> but uh, you guys are amazing, and I hope to see you guys continue to grow and even grow the sport of paintball and continue to talk to all of these fools that, that do all of this. And even maybe in four years time, let's talk again. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm absolutely really open to that. Happy to do that. You guys, yep. thank you very much for the opportunity to talk. I appreciate you both. Of course. Sam, it's been wonderful to watch you grow as on a personal level. It's been wonderful to watch you grow. Yo, Miss I you, love Phil. you. I miss you, man. I miss you. Rob, you're coming down to Wayne's World. End of story. End of story. I'll try. I'll try. I'll try. No, no, no. No, try. I'll pay for you. We're going to Wayne's World. Okay. Hit me with hit me with some details and and we'll we'll make it happen. There's no details. I'm gonna just tell you to be and that's it. Be here at this time and that's it. Sounds good. I like it. All right. All right. But um, thank you, everybody. Thank you for all the viewers. We've had a ton of viewers this entire podcast. Can't thank everybody enough for tuning in. Some people have been here for over an hour. Uh, This has been another episode of Stories from the Sidelines coming out of the media gang. And we have some more people coming up soon. Some really interesting characters that we're super pumped to have on the podcast. So please stay tuned. Um, It's going to be a good time. Peace out, everybody. Have a great night. Good night. Good night.